At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. We welcome you in. It's a Sunday edition of Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. Here with you for the next six hours across our South Point Sportsbook Studio, Circus Sportsbook Studio, and uh, remotely with our guy James Salinas, who joins us from Denver, Colorado. I'm Ben Wilson. Great to see you, James. Great to be back with you here on the show. This has got to be an exciting time for you, right? We're ramping up. Contest season is upon us. The former Westgate Super Contest champ with us today uh, in James Salinas. So how are you feeling, man? We're what, three weeks out uh, here at this point. The countdown, I feel like we've been counting down the days since the Super Bowl ended, really. Uh, so we're almost there, to your point. Three weeks to go, partner. Three weeks to go. We're almost there. I know we've gotten, we've had a handful of preseason games now, th- almost through the, the end of week two in the preseason. But, you know, the, the novelty for that is worn off for me. I'm ready for the real thing. I'm sure, of course. You got to be. We have 15 Major League Baseball games today as well. So it is also a full Sunday slate. We don't want to neglect that. James has some plays today, which we're going to get to uh, in a little bit for those wondering the early game today we're going to get your, your thoughts James here in a little bit because uh, you have a play on the Guardians White Sox game that is going to start in a rain delay that's your early uh, peacock start there just past noon on the east coast but going to be uh, delayed there so we'll get into that game in a little bit three more NFL games on the docket as well which we'll discuss in earnest Megan Payton NFL analyst going to join the show in about an hour and a half 1:30 eastern as well so really looking forward to that uh, but you mentioned it uh, James how we're into the preseason I know you're though you're ready for the real stuff to start as a former 
contest winner. Your preparation, I'm sure, is already underway. How much have, and we just had a full eight-game NFL preseason slate yesterday, which we'll get into uh, all the games and our takeaways. How much, though, are, are you putting stock into these preseason games as it relates to what you do for the contest, where you are so so honed in on watching film and breaking down practice reports and, uh, and things like that when it comes to your own handicapping? Well, usually early in the season for any NFL season this year, notwithstanding, Ben, is the fact that I try to take from last year and I don't want to have a whole lot to have to anticipate. I don't want to guess on, I don't want to be betting on speculation. And we know there's always transition and turnover with the coaches and coaching staffs, with rosters and so many teams. I think we had 10 10 open positions this year for head coaches. So that's going to be a new coach. And not that those guys, these new coaches coming to their new franchises won't figure it out, but it takes time. Any, any kind of business, any kind of organization you go in and you're the new leader, it is just going to take you time to get acclimated to the new, to to the new team, learning all the, the players, their strengths and weaknesses and all the things, especially for new head coaches where now they're the boss, everything bubbles up. There's a lot more than just X's and O's and game preparation that you have to deal with. And we know, all the, so many so many teams and so many players there's so many things that happen off the field as far as distractions that go and and coaches have to answer to that and work through the front office with those things some of these franchises Ben we know there's a lot of issues in the front office as well that happen that are out of the coaches and players control so I really don't, I try to avoid those and maybe not necessarily look to fade new coaches in spots mm-hmm. but it's either staying away from it or particularly fading it and taking from last year and the consistency from last year doesn't mean that a team had to be great, but if there wasn't a lot of turnover and you look at Kansas city and Kansas city has been uh, spectacular since, uh, since Mahomes has been there for the last five, six years, but you saw what they've done in the first two preseason preseason game. I think it's been three drives for Patrick Mahomes and yeah, you don't have Tyreek Hill, but the offense is still intact. They know what their identity is. They know who they are. They're not having to rebuild anything or, or have to create a new culture. They are just refining their process, and you've seen that play out in the first couple games in the first few series for Patrick Mahomes. Absolutely very efficient. Three touch, three drives, three touchdowns. Those are some of the things that can apply to the to the week one, and that's kind of why I go into the season not looking to find and not trying to find ways to have to speculate on how mm-hmm. a team might fare in that first week because we're guessing on how that how they've impacted these new coaches or the new roster. So that's in a nutshell. That's kind of indicative of where I go. Not to say that I'm looking. I'm to be pounding Kansas City on week <laughs> right. one. I just don't like to have to try to figure out and read between the lines with a lot of these new pieces, parts with so many different teams. Especially, too, I got to imagine, I mean, you think about the way these contests have grown, too, and we're, we're hearing that, uh, like, the Circa contest, that's the, the now the biggest one by volume in, in the Nevada jurisdiction. Now you have contests rest of country at DraftKings and at MGM, basically everywhere now where sports betting is legal in the U.S. I mean, you're looking at contests of upwards of four or 5,000 people, and I'm where, I know back when, when you were, were winning these contests, Test James, this was what six, seven years ago. It was more like five, six hundred. Now, obviously, they were basically all pro betters, so I would argue it was probably a tougher field. But now, just the luck factor, the variance when you get into contest formats, it's just it's so drastically increased. Like the just the narrow edges there. So I'd have to imagine too, like you, you've probably really tried to own in your actual strategy here. And I would think that uh, by taking out maybe some of those elements, like you talk about, maybe just looking for games different than the first year head coaches, there might be a strategy when when you know that. I mean, you look at last year, some of the winners, it was like 75% you had to hit, which is, yeah. as we know, pretty ridiculous margin there. 
Well, and so in 2015, the first year that I played the contest when I won it, and then the next year when I came in third, there was approximately 2,000 entries for both of those seasons. And and I think that was something where I hadn't played it before, so I was going to have to figure out my process on the fly for it. And part of the process really for me, Ben, was that first year eliminating anything. We talk about distractions. We try, try to ha break down and handicap teams and not wanting to have distractions fill into that locker room. I think it's the same thing for us handicappers. I know there's so many sports over the course of 12 months where your sports betting lane can be pretty wide. For me, when I went into the contest, I narrowed it down. I wasn't doing anything. I wasn't betting anything else except the NFL. I wasn't watching anything else and reading anything else except for the NFL. I wasn't betting. I wasn't even betting. I wasn't playing and betting my, my games. A lot of times I don't even bet the games that I put in for the contest because those numbers aren't the same right. from when they're released. The numbers are released on Wednesday to when we actually play them on Sunday. Uh, but, but I think... Now it's evolved because then it was just the Westgate that was going on with the Super Contest. Now with the advent of Circa Millions and Circa Survivor, uh, there's some game theory involved now because of what they've done with the quarterly prizes. And Westgate is, has made some modifications with what they're doing too. So it's it's not only the contest do, throughout the duration of the, what, now 18-week season, but it's also those in it in-season contests, when we're talking about four and five week, those quarterly contests where some game theory does play in. And so that is, has changed some of my approach when it comes to how many entries am I going to put in and how am I going to play multiple entries within a contest? Uh, look, I think it's a great conversation discussion point to have because so many people are mentally trying to prepare now and you want to go through that whole process before you, you know, before the card actually comes out and before you have the specific games to handicap here. Uh, I So based on what you're saying, I, I mean, I, I think I'm going to have Stephen Bond, our producer, he's going to set me up with like a just a you know a juicer regimen. I'm gonna eat fresh, healthy, no drinking, James. Only NFL. That's what that's what I'm doing here for the next six months. Clearly, I'm, I'm just gonna just gonna hone in on on that specifically. Maybe Ke uh, Kevin's our audio engineer today, uh, James. Maybe he can help me out with that too. I, I don't know. Are you, that's what you're saying. I'm just gonna live the, the, the very clean life here for the next six months, and I'm definitely gonna hit like 70. percent That that's that's basically what I'm getting out from you here. It's all about the discipline, yes. right? It's Let's the discipline go. for you, Ben. Now, I'm, I, I, can say, I can say during that time, I was incredibly disciplined. As far as my betting acumen, I wasn't spending time doing anything else. It was really kind of funny. I was thinking about this last night when, when, because it was really something for me when it was digging into practice reports and injury reports. I literally had a notepad where I would write down each breakdown of each game and team. I wasn't even using it. I was looking at a computer to pull research. I didn't have Twitter back then. None of those things. I was literally writing down key players and tracking them each day of the week uh, to see. And I would circle them to see, all right, what was his status? How did he practice yesterday? Is he going to be available? What was practice looking like on Friday? I literally would handwrite those things. It's because I'm an it's old amazing. school guy. I've definitely refined my process now. No more handwritten notes. I have multiple computers. I have my my spreadsheets in here where I, where I make notes to myself with, with each game. But uh, even simple things like that, Ways that you can really try to be uh, time management, really, and being efficient with your time. There's only so many hours in the day, Ben, and we have other lives beyond just sports betting and, and watching and, and reading about the NFL. We have, we, we've got to have that work-life balance. So the more efficient you can have with your time management when it comes to devoting yourself to, in this case here for the NFL contest, uh, the, the better your process will be because you don't feel like you've overloaded your time and really grind yourself down, which I did those first couple of years during the conference. Yeah. But it was, it was lucrative. It was worth it. But I've gotten better better with my time management and how to efficiently work through my time. No doubt. Man, I miss talking the contest with you, Jay. It's, a, it's such a fun exercise to do. And of course, now we go from the, you know, the macro discussion, how you should be framing things mentally, how you want to get into the approach to what some of the realistic takeaways we can bring from some of these preseason games, or as you said, yeah. 
I mean, you're not obviously going to put a lot of stock into uh, who covered or with, whether the game went over or under, but you're more looking at specific things. And you made the point on Kansas City. We'll talk about them in a little bit with their game yesterday against the Commanders. But probably the, the team that mirrors that example the most was what we saw yesterday out of Buffalo, where you have the Super Bowl preseason favorites, your MVP favorite, and Josh Allen taking the field for the first time in the preseason. And I mean, did that team look ready to go or what? Uh, you, you essentially had a situation where Buffalo and this, this extended to Case Keenum and the rest of the quarterbacks who took the field over 500 total yards, averaged 10 yards of play in the first half. And Josh Allen was as, as essentially as perfect as you could probably uh, ask for. Uh, James, you look at his final numbers in that one. And by the way, Case Keenum, 16 of 18 in that game. But when you think about a, a guy like Josh Allen, who uh, was so efficient and uh, only you know, three, three, 45 yards in his one drive, you have to think that's a, a pretty good sign for a Buffalo team. We were still waiting to see how the ones would all be cohesive and look together on the field. Well, and it's interesting, Ben, because you talk about it. there's so many intangibles, at least for myself, when it when it comes to handicapping football, because it is such an emotional game. We know what the physicality behind it and the attrition that happens through injuries, but but also just how do these teams? What what does the chemistry look like starting on the offensive line for one? I think that's always where I start when I look in the trenches when I'm breaking down games and and. The depth of the team, we can play some of that out through the preseason as far as their offensive line or defensive line is concerned, but also the messaging. And I think that's what's been, you know, for the Denver Broncos, they needed a new coach. They needed to have a new message. Vic Fangio, as great as he's been through four decades of being a coach in the National Football League on the defensive side, uh, just the disconnect for multiple generations as far as the communication style. Now Hackett comes in much more. He's a hugger. He said it. He goes up and he loves his players and he hugs his players, but he's made it real clear to his team that I don't like preseason. And his leadership reflected in what that looked like from the performance from the Denver Broncos yesterday. Hey, if your coach and your leader says, yeah, I don't like the preseason games, why would I go out there as a player? I've already set the message. We've set the tone as far as the culture for preseason. This is how we're going to perform. You saw it in the exact opposite for the Bills ramping up for week one in just a couple of weeks. Completely different philosophies. Doesn't mean that Denver's not going to have a good season, but it was really a, a case in point, a, a case study as far as the psychology of the game goes yep. for the preseason. No, you're absolutely right. We'll get more thoughts here from James rest of the NFL preseason card still a whole lot to get to right here on betting across America at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare the wait is almost over get ready for the 2024 nfl season as the full schedule is announced every rivalry Every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. 
Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN College Football Guide is out now, and our NFL Guide drops next week. Our experts provide profiles of every team with team trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Remember, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guides is to become a VEASAN All-Access subscriber. Sign up on our discounted football special and get access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only 175 bucks, or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to vison.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the sports betting network. This is a fun time here. We've got betting guides coming out, preseason games to talk about, contest strategy to run down with the former super contest champion, James Salinas, joining us here on Betting Across America. Ben Wilson back with you from our Las Vegas Sportsbook studio at the South Point here. Uh, James, we'll get into our previews in a little bit. We have one game here to come at the top of the hour. Philadelphia and Cleveland will do battle at 1 o'clock on the East Coast. A couple of MLB games as well going to start uh, here at the, at the top of our next hour. But first, we'll continue on. Some of our recaps, takeaways from last night. Mentioning first the, that Bills-Bronco game. I know you mentioned how it, it is a pretty stark contrast and you, you saw that manifest itself where Denver made it very clear they really wanted nothing to do with their starters or cared much about the preseason while Buffalo did look uh, very impressive and it, it's always interesting too. you talk about on, on the one hand maybe avoiding some of the new head coaches at least very very early on in the season if you're going to bet on them but at the same time you also always have to wonder about these teams that are at the very top of the market who are priced through the moon Buffalo's probably the greatest example of that and we're already seeing them up now to a two and a half three point favorite in week one on the road against the LA Rams uh, from what you've seen so far in camp, any, any reason to doubt that Buffalo is not going to come out guns blazing here to start the regular season? No, nothing to doubt here. This is a team that they, they're going to get themselves right here. And, and that's the culture that McDermott and what a great job he's done over just the course of a few years. Think about how bad that bills team had been just uh, for a couple decades just being just such a mediocre franchise once the the days of Jim Kelly and the and, and that run and shoot offense retired but i think for that team for the bills they have to be i think they i would i can't imagine somewhere in that locker room when they walk in they've got the number 13 pasted and pointed somewhere as a reminder of last year's divisional loss to the Kansas City Chiefs where they took that lead where they would have been the host of the AFC championship game and 13 seconds left on the clock. They couldn't finish that game in the fourth quarter or allowed Kansas City to, to tie the game up and obviously lose in overtime to the Chiefs. But 
that's got to be driving them. I, I think that's anything where you're building a culture there, and now you've driven, you've tasted it. You've been so close. They had some playoff success last year and then fell short with 13 seconds remaining, like we talked about in that game. That has to motivate you. That has to drive you. And I'm sure they're, as far as McDermott is concerned, knows that we've got, they've got something to prove to themselves, not to anybody else. But, look, we need to play for a full 60 minutes, regardless of how many seconds are left to, on that clock. And we're going to start off, and we're going to play like it, and we're going to start. And we want to practice like we play. If we want to be competitive, it starts in the preseason. They did that last year in the final week of the season against Green Bay. Josh Allen, mm-hmm. I think, played a full half play. To had, a, had a lot of snaps in that game to right themselves. They shut out Green Bay. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers never saw the field, and it was just really the mindset. Now, what did that mean for the Packers? They made it to the playoffs. They still had a good season. You think about the Rams last year. They went 0-3 in the preseason. I think they scored 11 points per game. They didn't do anything in the preseason. Eventual Super Bowl champion. So you can look at it both ways. But I think for a team like the Bills, they know who they are. They know what their identity is. And they're on a mission to get to the Super Bowl. And obviously, for from that standpoint, for the preseason game yesterday against the Broncos, they wanted to get themselves righted. They got that out of their way. I don't suspect we'll see anything like that come week three. They've gotten that out of their system. They're focused. Yeah. They're ready for week one. So absolutely well, in the early week run, right, they're going to be playing the Super Bowl champs to open the, the, the NFL season on Thursday. Well, and it's a great uh, you know, it's a great way to look at it, too, where as much as you can take these games with a great assault and not really care, there are certain performances that you, you can't just ignore. And yesterday, I would I would argue from what, what we saw, in, and we were on the air yesterday, myself and Wes Reynolds, watching that Buffalo performance in the first half. One of those things you just you can't ignore when a team looks that sharp and looks that ready to go here for the upcoming season. Uh, that was one of the few games that did go over the total yesterday. Buffalo got to the 40 42 total themselves with 42 points after a week one of the preseason that was basically all overs 14 and three to the over we fought, we did see the correction come so far at least this week seven of the of the 11 games have gone under this was one of the few that did go over another one of the a couple games that did go over James was in Indianapolis where the Lions beat the Colts 27 26 the one thing I wanted to, to get your thought on though and you talked earlier in our first segment about how much you value offensive line cohesion and consistency and you're looking at the trenches a lot in the preseason since at least you you do get some more times with the ones in these preseason games trying to get the offensive line at least in sync the one thing from Indianapolis that had to be a little concerning their running backs and as you would imagine no Jonathan uh, Taylor but they had a bunch of other guys who are vying for that second running back spot a combined 18 carries 30 yards for an offensive line that again this is with a lot of backups rotated in there but this is considered to widely be a top five offensive line any concern from that or are you just chalking this off to okay bunch of twos and threes in there meaningless preseason game no, I don't. I was looking at the, when Indy played Buffalo last week and the, the backups playing there, especially at the tackle spot on both ends, the tackle spot. And I know we were, they're working through a new left tackle position as it is, but the depth there, it was really concerning because Buffalo, I mean, Buffalo, you're going to see this a lot through the preseason. You're not going to see a lot of exotic looks and not changing a lot of fronts and trying to confuse not only the quarterback, but confuse the offensive line and their their checks at the line of scrimmage as far as their blocking assignments are concerned. You typically don't see a whole lot of that. And Buffalo really wasn't doing that uh, last week in that first preseason game. But man, were they getting off the ball and applying great pressure getting into that backfield of the Colts and that was the concern for me I was looking at the depth chart and just saying wow if they have some injuries for the Colts and every team's going to go through this you know it's it's a, it's a given it's going to happen for every team they're going to have issues and you're going to have injuries at every position but the depth 
or the lack of depth, let's put it that way right there for the Colts. Not only did it play out, you're talking about the lack of run production in the game yesterday for Indianapolis, but even last week with the pass protection was a big concern because it speaks to the lack of depth and experience that the Colts have if somebody goes down, especially on the bookends at those tackle spots. Right, and look, we've got the numbers from a season ago for Matt Ryan, and so much is expected out of him. We were talking on the show yesterday from the comments this week from the owner, Jim Irsay, and while he certainly was right from a statistical basis of what Carson Wentz struggled to do and why he was certainly a big reason for the team's shortcomings and failing to make the playoffs, you you do put a lot of intrinsic pressure on a guy like Matt Ryan, who, as we've seen, James, when he's been under pressure and has struggled behind weak offensive lines, things have gone south pretty quick for for a guy now that is into his upper 30s. Where do you stand on Ryan entering this year? And I know you talked about how it's always interesting to see what you get out of these first-year head coaches. How about a first-year quarterback who comes into basically his second-ever system after spending almost a, a decade and a half there in one system in Atlanta? I think for for Matt Ryan and that Indianapolis offense, it's all centered around Taylor and rushing the football and taking pressure, having shorter having shorter situations on third down. And I think for a veteran quarterback like Matt Ryan, he understands that he can live to play another down, live to play another series, doesn't have to play hero ball the way that we've seen Wentz having. I mean, times where he's throwing the ball left-handed, just poor decision-making out of Carson Wentz. Yes, the accuracy is an issue and has been an issue. He's had su- suffered so many injuries, has Carson Wentz over his short career. But I think for Matt Ryan, the headspace here is to not feel like you have to carry this team because you have such a great offensive line and a rushing attack, and you don't have to make every play. Because I think the thing here with Indianapolis is if you look at their wide receiver depth, well, it's not very deep for one, but it's very inexperienced as far as their starters are concerned. So it's a very young, inexperienced, experience receiving core that I think Matt Ryan is going to have to bring along slowly. Matt Ryan's not somebody that's going to sit down there and be looking to put the ball deep down the field. He will definitely check down and look for the simple routes, the shorter routes, just to be able to move its ball control, move the sticks, make the correct decision. And hey, if you got to eat it, you got to throw it away. Or if you got to take the sack, curl up, lay down, go ahead and punt the football. Don't put your defense in a position where they're having to play short fields because you're making bad decisions with the football as far as the passing game is concerned. So I think that's the biggest upgrade for Indy and Matt Ryan coming over mm-hmm. because they, they they knew clearly right away that on the field and even off the field, there was some questions about Wentz and his leadership and his connection with the team and the front office as well, that th- this is what Matt Ryan has really tried to establish himself as a leader coming in, as a veteran quarterback who has been to the Super Bowl didn't manage the time very well in that second half Ben Uh, but as far as being there and having played in big games Matt Ryan has done that so I think from that leadership and that experience perspective it's a major upgrade from Carson Wentz from last year 20 touchdowns 12 picks you saw on the screen a moment ago for Matt Ryan his stats a season ago final year there in Atlanta did not play yesterday we thought maybe there was a chance so we'll see if Ryan gets any any suited up action there in the week three preseason game for Indianapolis speaking of Carson Wentz he, he was on the the field. I know you gave your takeaways from Kansas City a little bit earlier. That was one of the games that did go under 24-14. Chiefs get the win. Mahomes was very, very sharp. 12-19, 162 yards and two touchdowns. We saw a little bit of Wentz, 6-9, 64 yards, got sacked once. Anything you've noticed out of Wentz? I'm sure it's, it has been limited sample size, so not a whole lot to take away, I would think, at least from what we've seen of Wentz in a commander's uniform so far. 
just know everything that we've seen. And we've seen that it's not just relegated to Carson Wentz. A lot of teams and a lot of quarterbacks are just checking down. So it's been very conservative offensively. No one is throwing the ball down the seams and over the top. It's just check it down, make the easy play. And I think for Wentz, he needs to ease himself into that, especially in the preseason. So uh, he's taken what's there, and that's really what they've been looking at. Although he took a bad sack yesterday in that game to take yeah. them out of a potential field goal. So, again, maybe trying to hero ball again. It's just built. This is kind of how he's wired. It must be football season if Carson Wentz is taking sacks to take his team uh, out of field range. I, yeah. I think you're, you're spot on there. We'll go rapid fire. A few more takeaways from the week two card we've seen already. Then look ahead. Philadelphia, Cleveland to come in about a half hour. We'll get James's MLB plays as well. That is all still to come this hour right here on Betting Across America. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. The betting splits page will show you where the money and bets are moving for every game, and now it is updated every 10 minutes, so you can see changes in all the action. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. You can check out not only today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way vsin is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. We'll certainly go through the splits on the three NFL preseason games today in a little bit. As we welcome you back to betting across America presented by BetMGM with James Salinas. Who you can follow at rounding again on Twitter, joining us from Denver, Colorado, former Westgate super contest champion. I'm Ben Wilson. We'll get into our previews here in the next segment. Since we have one game starting in about a half hour, Philadelphia and Cleveland, and we have had a decent amount of line movement there up uh, one particular piece of, uh, of information coming out of last night. We get some confirmation on the injury front here, James. And that's, I guess, as you talked about the one thing, all these, all these teams are trying to avoid in the preseason. We had already seen for Tampa Bay, Ryan Jensen go down very early in camp. One of the first practices feared out for the year with the torn ACL. Now you get another injury last night. This is not as big of a piece necessarily, but in Aaron Stinney, who was certainly competing for that starting left guard spot there in, uh, in Tampa Bay. So he goes out bucks only put up three points. We didn't see Tom Brady. He's not even with the team right now. Rumors flying as to where he actually is now, uh, but they lose 13, three of the Titans, a game that stays way, way under. I wonder how, what your level of concern is like now for a bucks offensive line. That's already lost one key piece. And at least from a depth perspective, lose a guy who figured to play, if not a starter's role, at least a very significant role there off the bench. I'm, well, wherever Tom Brady is, that's what I wonder. What is his feeling? Maybe that's why he's stepping away right now to see <laughs> yeah. this, the state of where this offensive line is. And and you think about somebody like Tom Brady in a great pocket awareness. We know he's not fleet of foot, so he needs to have he, – he's somebody that understands where he's at in the pocket and can feel pressure and can climb the pocket and, and avoid some of those edge rushers. But he, like most quarterbacks, don't like the pressure right in their face. And this is what's the, the issue now going forward. We know that Jensen, the center, golf on for the season. So you're going to have a new center in that interior. You're going to have a new left guard because Ali Marpe retired. Now you have Kappa. Kappa's in, C in Cincinnati. So it, those three positions. And because not only with the injury last night to Stinney, who was competing for that left guard, now they're down to the competition comes down to rookie Luke Gadecki as well as uh, a right tackle in college, Nick Leverett, who's now going to be competing for that left guard spot. So a lot of moving pieces. Absolutely, that's a concern. So it speaks to not only the starters and the lack of cohesion up front because they haven't had any time together. We don't even know who's going to be playing left guard right now. Uh, but then the communication piece, and that's where Brady is going to have to take even more of a leadership role on the field in real time to help that offensive line with their communication and their pass protection checks. Yeah, that's a challenge. That is a big challenge, and I think that's where for a team like Tampa Bay, not only in the pass 
passing game, but how's that going to affect their rush game? So offensively, yeah, and and also. Ben, we know there's some uh, some new faces and some moving parts with the receiving core. So this is the team. The defense is outstanding. They they are loaded at basically every position. I think getting Hicks from Chicago is a massive upgrade. That's mm-hmm. a great get for Tampa on the interior and and the the rotation now. And you'll see Vita Vea paired with Akeem Hicks and the speed that they have to rush the passer on the edges. Like the defense, they're going to have to lean on that defense heavily early in the season because this offensive line is going to be a work in progress for Tom Brady and Co. Yeah, and at least like we saw the defense when the ones did play looked pretty, pretty dominant. And at least on the Tennessee side, we who only scored 13 points all in the second quarter. We've, we've heard a lot of the buzz on this off season in the training camp of, all right, well, how quickly could Malik Malik Willis push Ryan Tannehill to potentially take over as a starting quarterback. Uh, you saw a rookie who against, again, some legit competition last night did look like a rookie. I mean, seven to 17 took three sacks last night, uh, 40, uh, 80 yards, 4.7 on his yards per attempt there. In Willis, I, you know, you look at him, it's hard not to think, all right, this is a rookie who's probably not ready yet. And maybe the talk on the whole, all right, Tannehill's era might be coming to an end quickly. It's a little overblown for a team that, you know, for as much of a, a regression case as they appear to be on paper, finishing outside the top half of football outsiders DVOA last year and getting the one seat in the AFC. This is still a quarterback in Ryan Tannehill who did lead his team to a double digit win season here. Uh, that, would at least, that was at least my takeaway from last night while Tannehill didn't play. To me, James Willis uh, appears to have a long way to go there in Tennessee. For sure, and Willis is not going to be the, the only reason. The only way Willis gets into a game this season is either Tannehill gets hurt, or the season is just completely gotten away from the Tennessee Titans. They're they're out of playoff contention the latter part of the year, and now, all right, well, we know we're moving on from from Tannehill. He's got a big contract that I think will come June first. If they cut it, they're going to be off the hook for for millions, whatever it is, $18, $20 million, big big cap hit if they cut him, and most likely that's what's going to happen. You can't read too much into Malik Willis. You have to really temper the expectations to say, well, he looked great in one preseason game last week, week one. That's what we're going to see going forward. Absolutely not. He came from a small college, and he's going to be out there. He's a very competitive kid and can make a lot of plays, extend the extend plays with his feet outside of that pocket, but yeah, you're, you're going to have to temper the expectations. This is Ryan Tannehill's team going into the duration of the 2022 season, unless he gets hurt. I think for Tennessee, the issue is beyond Malik Willis and the backup quarterback position behind Tannehill. It starts at the offensive line, and this is not the same offensive line that we've seen over the last few years. A lot of new pieces up front, too. That's going to take some time to get their timing going. We know it's going to start with Derrick Henry pounding the football consistently, but uh, Tennessee's going to be one of those teams I think very similar. They're not they're not as loaded as Tampa Bay defensively, but the strength of that team is, is the safeties on the back end for Tennessee, and that front that front can get after you with just four they're very athletic very powerful up front it's going to be a defensive team and it's going to be a lot of really kind of ugly low scoring games early in the season for Tennessee because that offense starting with the offensive line is going to be a work in progress for the first few weeks of the season Uh, both defenses certainly on display last night there in Tennessee 13-3 Titans take down the Bucks. the one of the game that that certainly will have maybe more immediate quarterback implications that had a very interesting uh, progression there between the the main two quarterbacks competing for the starting job last night. James was in the Pittsburgh Jacksonville game where you see Mitch Trubisky comes out, gets picked on the first drive. They overturn it to an incompletion, but results eventually in a missed field goal. 
Goes missed field goal, punt, punt on his three drives. 15 plays, 56 yards there for Trubisky, a guy who has struggled so far in camp and early in the preseason. And then you see Kenny Pickett come in, goes in six to seven, 76 yards and a touchdown. And his two series looked really, really good. Where do, you, where do you stand on where that quarterback position is at? They still say Trubisky is going to be the front runner, the guy to start week one, but he has not exactly done a lot to, to separate himself, you have to say, based on the numbers and, and the eye test so far there from the rookie Kenny Pickett. Well, from a betting perspective, I sure hope it is Trubisky that starts week one because that'll be an absolute auto fade. What have we seen out of Trubisky, <laughs> yeah, Ben? I mean, think about it. We, there's a reason why he was jettisoned out in Chicago and maybe he learned he learned some better professionalism there in his, his one year as a backup in, in Buffalo. Obviously, never really got to see the field much. We know he can make plays with his feet. He's very fast and very athletic, but it's his decision-making in the pocket, and that's going to be the challenge. He is a really a, a one-check quarterback, and then it's going to be tuck it and run. I feel like... He's starting these games. We're going to see more rushing yards out of Trubisky than we will actual passing yards, and not just based on Trubisky and his past history, but this offensive line, another team. This is a common thing. you got a theme going here on Sunday morning, don't yeah, we, Ben? Clearly. It's the offensive lines, and whether it's the, the injuries, the lack of depth, or in this case here with Pittsburgh, just the lack of experience. It's a very young offensive line up front, and, and whether they're they've they, – the talent there or not, this is just a team that doesn't have a lot of cohesion up front and it starts there. And that's what more pressure does that put on Trubisky? This is going to be a run first team for sure. It's going to be, it's going to be short in the game for Pittsburgh. Let's control the sticks. Let's, let's play field position, let our defense and our defensive line, which is the, the, the strongest unit of our team out there on either side of the football, kind of control the game and keep these games low scoring. I just think for Trubisky, I, I'm, I'd be surprised. I'm sure they, I think for Pittsburgh, they know what they have in Mason Rudolph. He's, been there with Canada in the system for a few years. They know what they have out of him. They have to see what they're going to get out of Trubisky. Well, they got a good view of it yesterday where he's just going to panic. He's just somebody that just, once that first read is taken away, he is going to panic. And if he can't tuck it and run and that pressure is coming, that's where he's going to end up either making bad decisions, throwing the ball to the wrong team, not having good pocket awareness, coughing the ball up from the blind side. He's not somebody they're going to be able to move forward with. At some point during the season, we will see Kenny Pickett, I think, take the reins. And I think actually all Ultimately, I think it's going to be Mason Rudolph who starts the season at quarterback. Uh, pretty amazing. And look, Rudolph was the third guy. Wasn't bad either. Goes 17 to 21, 127 yards in a touchdown. Did, did take a pretty comical penalty in the end zone for a safety last night. But it's, it's certainly a question you have to ask now. And you would think the leash is very, very short now on Trubisky going forward, at least on the other side. Really, of the other games we haven't talked about, no, no, no starting or projected starting quarterback played in any of the, the Raider, Dolphin uh, Niner Viking or Cowboy Chargers games last night, but we did see a good amount of Trevor Lawrence and I'd have to think you're paying close attention to him too in this preseason, trying to get more cohesion now that it is a new head coach and a new system in Doug Peterson, uh, 14 to 21, 133 yards last night in his first real extended action of the preseason. Yeah, and so Donnelly for Lawrence now having a professional there and an adult to help coach on the sideline and work through it. And I, I, it's going to be a huge upgrade just with Peterson and, and what he brings as far as a professional acumen to the coaching position for this team and put the, the, the experiment from last year and all the nonsense that was going on off the field with the coaching staff behind them. But I think this is a team, Jacksonville, where they've made some changes on the offensive line too. And I think this is going to be a team that's going to, to, to need and want to try to run the football. If last night was any indication, not so much yards per carry or anything, 
anything like that as far as the average goes. But 30 carries yesterday, this is something that they're going to need to, and they'll take pressure off the young quarterback running the football. That's going to be early and often for this Jacksonville Jaguars offense in the season. And that was yet another under from last night, one of seven games so far in the preseason week two that have gone under. Speaking of unders, we've got a game coming up in about 20 minutes. The under is getting pounded right now. We'll update you on the latest line in the movement on Eagles-Browns. Get James's thoughts on that game as well as an MLB pick out of our guy James Salinas. That's on the other side here on Betting Across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Today, you can place a $25 one-game parlay on any Major League Baseball game, and you'll receive a $10 free bet that you can use on any sport regardless of your bet's outcome. Log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to get a $10 free bet to use on any sport when you place a $25 one-game parlay on any MLB game. Turn game time into showtime with the King of Sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. 
Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, New York, or Washington, D.C. Speaking of MLB, we'll get into the slate in just a few minutes because James Salinas, who joins me from Denver, Colorado, he's got to play in our early game, which is in a rain delay right now. White Sox Guardians, they are, at least from my screen, James, they are set to start here in about 20 minutes. We'll see if that gets pushed back any further. But the reason why, a lot of rain in Cleveland, and that's also where the NFL card begins today in earnest in about 15 minutes. They're expecting scattered thunderstorms. There are about 50% chance of rain the rest of the day. And it's funny. We've seen a big old cascade of money there, James, to the under. This thing was 38 and a half when it opened at Bet MGM with the Eagles on the road favored by about two and a half points. We're not expecting either team starters to go much, if at all here. And right now the line shows Eagles favored by one pretty much market wide. So some movement to the Browns total has now come down all the way down to 34 and a half at Bet MGM, which is the low watermark in the market. Most other books have it uh, at 35 here. So I would imagine we're going to see some rain. We're going to see a lot of backups, probably not much uh, in the way of, of actual meaningful football that we'll get today there in Cleveland. No, you just, I just saw a video of it. They're taking the tarp off the field. It's absolutely soaked out there and, and it's been raining for a couple of days. The The game last night, as far as the baseball game was concerned for the, for the guardians and the white Sox, that was delayed for a few hours last night due to rain. So Raining overnight, all night. I think that's a game where you mentioned it with the the backups. It's going to be the threes and the fours. I think the only thing for the Browns is who's competing if they're looking at that emergency quarterback, the third quarterback. It's Josh Rosen versus Joshua Dobbs. That's really the only intrigue for the Browns in this matchup. We're not going to see Brissett. Kind of interesting. We haven't seen Brissett yet, but uh, as now the starting quarterback going forward, at least for the first 11 games for the Cleveland Browns. And I think on the other side, for the Eagles, I think for both of these teams, especially with the weather, because you know that the, the field is going to be sloppy and footing can be an issue. And the last thing you want to have is starting to see some injuries due to the weather conditions and the poor poor field as this game progresses where this is probably going to be a very fast moving game. I get why that total is getting pounded yeah. the way that it is not going to have a lot of action down the field in the passing game. So as long as these, these players aren't coughing the ball up on their short end of the field and putting the other team in an advantageous position offensively, I, I get why the game's going under. I'm not going to play it. I'm not, I've only played, what have I done? I've done four games so far. I've made four plays, Ben. I'm three and one. I'm feeling very satisfied I'm not really one that bets a whole lot of preseason games. So the fact that I've already bet four through the first two weeks, I may have hit my limit at this case here because <laughs> yeah. I've kind of uh, the novelty of, of getting excited and there's some action, there's some NFL action going on out there. The novelty is passed. I'm looking ahead to three weeks when this real season starts. But I think for these two teams here, the biggest win for both of these guys, both of these ball clubs, is to just get out of here healthy. No doubt. Hey, you've made four more bets in the preseason uh, than me, James. So you're you know, you're, and you've, you've had three more winners than I have. So you're you're, you're doing something right at least to this point. And you, you certainly, yeah, certainly would expect a lot of checkdowns. Uh, we just we have NFL Network on here in uh, in studio, and they were showing the close-ups. It was like you know, look, Gardner Minshew, Joshua Dobbs. Feel the excitement uh, today. I don't know if we're gonna get the. I don't know if you saw the, the Lion game yesterday. David Blau attempted 22 passes and threw for 76 yards. I mean, that to me was like the quintessential uh, preseason quarterback line that you're ever gonna get. Not sure if we'll we'll see uh, that uh, that quite of dump it down uh, sort of narrative uh, today from the two quarterbacks. But you mentioned Jacoby Brissett, and they are, they're not playing him, and you. You mentioned being a little bit surprised. I know this is the first time we've, we've had you back on James since the suspension was reannounced for Deshaun Watson going from six to 11 games here. And we're going to see Jacoby Brissett now for more than a half, presumably Brissett at this point, more than a half of the season. Has your opinion on Cleveland changed at all now when you've seen the increasing of the suspension and the fact, as you pointed out, they have yet to showcase Brissett at all here in the preseason. 
Well, I think we know what Brissett is, and he's somebody that is not going to be mobile outside of the pocket. He does not have a big arm. He's not going to extend plays, and he's just going to be there to pretty much just hand the football off. That's the strength of this team. We know the offensive line is, even though they're they're starting over at the center spot, uh, this is a very very good run-blocking offensive line, and you've got a great tandem there. If Hunt actually does play this season for the Browns, I expect he will, but he's not going to get paid the way that he wants to. And with Chubb, they've got to lean on the running game, and that's what it's going to be. I think we're going to see a lot of very kind of similar, not to the extent with Pittsburgh where that offensive line is going to be the key issue for Pittsburgh to score points. I think for Cleveland, it's just not going to be a lot of points coming out of the passing game. Brissett is just not somebody that I trust to be able to to make play. We saw that last year in his uh, some of the games in Miami. I'm particular there as a game against Indy was just awful, just an awful performance, and he's not going to be one that makes any type of plays down the field in the passing game. So I think for for Cleveland, this is – you knew what you were getting into with Deshaun Watson, and, and they're going to have to not only go through the first 11 games with it, but it's kind of interesting, Ben. You look how the schedule plays out, and I know when the, the schedules were released, everybody looked at it, assuming that there was going to be some type of suspension for Watson, not sure what the duration was going to be, but the fact that the schedule played out early, and some of the, uh, I don't want to call them cupcakes, these are professional football teams, but the softer part of the schedule, we'll phrase it that way, Ben, the softer part of the schedule for Cleveland is the beginning of the season, right? Those first four games yeah. are, are relatively, you're talking Carolina, the Jets, Pittsburgh, and Atlanta, then the back half of the of the schedule is really loaded, and it's really interesting to see where that where the suspension ends and where it opens up for Deshaun Watson to play. Not that Houston's, uh, you know, it's again not a good not a good football team. We know they're going for rebuild, but it's at Houston. The fact that that's going to be his first game to come back, he's not going to be well received down there. You know, that's going to be an issue for him coming down there. We heard the chance last week in Jacksonville just from the fans there for a preseason game. It's going to be ugly, and this is going to be a dark cloud that's going to not only follow Deshaun Watson for the rest of his career, but it's going to impact this team for the entirety of the 2022 season for the Cleveland Browns, and then after that game against Houston man that schedule is really tough I, I this has been I haven't bet anything against the Browns directly I do have some bets indirectly against the Browns where they're not going to come in first or second and those numbers have since gone where it was kind of an exacta with yeah. the the the, the Ravens that come in first and the Bengals that come in second and vice versa, those are a couple bets that I made, uh, but those numbers have since passed. But I think for the Cleveland Browns, this is going to be a, a season of more action off the field and questions about what's going on off the field than on the field. Yeah, those, those straight forecasts, which are, are still available at uh, BetMGM, but as you, as you point out, the numbers have moved pretty drastically. They were now down to 8.5 on the win total for Cleveland, and that win total is, is pretty healthily juiced to uh, the under as well. And as our producer, Stephen Bond, uh, reminds me, it would be basically 700 days if Watson does, in fact, shoot up that yes. week 13 game in yep. Houston. So it's not like you're just assuming, oh, you come in right away. And this was kind of the conversation we had even before the suspension was, was you know, was reviewed and then extended to 11 games. Like, this isn't just some auto, okay, you get the guy into the new, into the lineup in a new system and you're just going to get uh, a, a Pro Bowl caliber performance right out of the shoot. So uh, look, I think you might make a lot of good points, James. We're not expecting to see uh, any of the, you know, any of the starters, no Jacoby Brissett today uh, in Cleveland, but for what it's worth they at least have taken a little bit of money again expecting this one to close about Philadelphia minus one there on the road uh, with a total of either 34 and a half uh, or 35 Jalen Hurts was perfect last week I mean literally six of six 80 yards and a touchdown perfect quarterback rating of 158.3 I would ba based on the line I would think he we're not going to see him at all sounds like Gardner Minshew will be the starter there James and uh, the hype train for Philadelphia after last week has only picked up steam with uh, with how good Hurts looked in that spot 
Yeah, and I think for Philadelphia, looking good in that spot, I'm not going to be too reactive one way or the other with any teams in preseason as far as performance for quarterbacks in these games. Uh, Outside of Mahomes, we already know we've talked about him and how efficient he is, but we kind of expect that out of him. He's been there, and we know what that team looks like. I think the identity for the Philadelphia Eagles – so much talk about Jalen Hurts and, and and a great pickup getting Brown from Tennessee. Tremendous pickup. What a tough receiver. He's gonna make all he's gonna do all the dirty work inside those hash marks to move the sticks on third down for Philadelphia. But this is a team that their their best unit is the offensive line. We've been talking about the 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 lack of talent on so many of these offensive lines. This is one of the better. This is a top five offensive line to me, if not one of the best in the NFL with the Philadelphia Eagles. And last year they made that change last year and changed their off of offensive of identity mm-hmm. midway through the season. It was really after that loss there right behind you in Las Vegas against the Raiders that they changed. And instead of Hurts dropping back and throwing the ball 40, 45 times a game, we're going to limit his throws and we're going to maximize the strength of our offensive line and rush the football. That was the identity they adopted in the second half of the season. So credit to Sirianni and his staff to to have to, to put their egos aside, change midseason what their identity looked like. I think that carries over from last year to this year. The strength of this team is that offensive line and the depth of the running backs for Philadelphia to rush the football, not so much pressure on Jalen Hurts to have right. to perform and win games for Philadelphia. At least for what it's worth today, we expect to see a lot of Gardner Minshew, who was also very solid in week one, eight of yeah. 12, 81 yards, as, as serviceable as a backup as you would want, and, and probably a good like a good guy if you're going to be betting preseason. You, you at least like to know what you're going to get out of the quarterback position, and you certainly have that at, at, a, at a base level knowledge with one uh, Gardner Minshew. So again, we're looking at Philadelphia minus one, 34 and a half or 35 on your total there. Philadelphia and Cleveland. Rain is coming down right now. That Guardians game, I think, just got pushed back a little longer as well, James. So we'll get your thoughts on that game on the other side as well as some baseball thoughts in hour number two. Megan Payton going to join the show, talk some NFL preseason and futures thoughts as well. Still a whole lot to get to here on a Sunday right here on Betting Across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.